Hi everybody, I am Peter Travers and this is Popcorn where we tell you what's happening at the movies. And uh, there's no movie right now that you'll ever see as original, um, as amazing in its character and its look than Black Panther. And one of the reasons that it is that amazing is my guest today, uh, Denai Guerrera. She is, to me, she can do anything. She's a playwright, an actress, a person who is involved with the world that she lives in, and I think just one of the best people that's working <laughs> in this business. Oh, so it is kind. great to have you here today. Thank you, Peter. It's it great, great to be here. Yeah. So I'm done. No, no. <laughs> no. Okay. We'll, no, we'll start with Black Panther because the fierceness of this character that you're playing, Okoya, she's just like somebody I've never seen in a movie like this. So tell the world who hasn't yet seen Black Panther, which they will see so many times, <laughs> uh, who this character is. Yes, Okoye is the head of the Dora Milaje, which is from the Black Panther comics. She is the, it's a, it's a force of like women who are secures or guardians of the throne. Uh, in our case, they're kind of the, almost like the Marines, the special forces of the nation. And Okoye in the movie is also the general of the, of the armed forces. So she's basically uh, T'Challa, the king, Black Panther's right-hand woman, <laughs> not man. Sometimes she's more than a right hand. She's, <laughs> I mean, this woman is fierce. <laughs> well, here's the thing. Really, at the, at the core of it all for her, which I loved, is her absolute and utter love for her nation. She has this very power, like heavy burden on her shoulders, which she takes with great honor. She honors it, which is the securing of this amazing nation and, and its sovereignty and its protection. And, it's, of course, as you know from the premise of the film, Wakanda is a nation that the world does not know about. Out. They don't know that it's technologically so advanced, more advanced than any place on the globe. They don't know that, you know, it was never colonized, so it was able to self-develop into this really amazing nation. And um, she has to protect that. She has to guard that. And that, that's something that she loves to do and she's fierce about doing. And who does she have helping her do this? More women. Yes, yes, she has an army. She, she's in, in charge of the whole armed forces, but of course the people she relies on the most in terms <laughs> of who she's in charge of is her army of, of Dora Milaje women, who of course she personally trained. So what happened when they called you and said, we want you to play this character? What was your reaction? I, was, I thought I was being April fooled in March. You know, it was actually the day my play Eclipse had opened on Broadway and I was like <laughs> leaving the after party and uh, my manager pulls out his phone and says, you have an offer here from Marvel? And I was like, okay, real <laughs> funny. And I know, you know, you think I'm drunk enough for you to believe me, uh, for me to believe you. But yeah, he was actually telling the truth and uh, I couldn't believe it. And I loved the combination of it being something with Marvel and with uh, Ryan um, Ryan Coogler, mm -hmm. who I deeply admired and, you know, was really just proud of, um, you know, being an artist who generates work also just to have seen how he'd done that on the film front right out of school and created the stunning film Fruit Valsation and then Creed. And I was just like, this guy is really special. And he wasn't even 30. Like, I was like, this guy is really <laughs> special. And so I'd really You're been depressing just, me. How no, could you no, be I doing all I was proud of him. Now. I was proud of him. I just thought it was beautiful. And um, so when I got to sit down with him, because I was like, okay, you you know, story about Africa. I got to be honest, I'm always really like, okay, hold on. How are you going to approach it? Mm -hmm. Because really a lot of stories have been 
mangled about the continent. You know, they're told, you know, from a really tricky perspective and, and not in a way that's really, you know, fleshed out or gives the Africans their own, you know, agency and uh, or shows them in a multifaceted way. So I was really like, OK, let's have a chat. Let's find out what this is. And, you know, because I write plays about the continent. You I do. consider myself an Africanist. I'm very like, you know, I, yeah, I'm a little, like you know, I'm a little snobby about it all. You know, <laughs> I'm like, I got to know what y'all are trying <laughs> to do here. Um, so when I sat down with him, I was so amazed by what his plans were and his vision for it and his vision for my character and how complex she was and, and um, you know, and the, the journey she was going to take. And so I was I was really floored. And I loved the fact that we were going to actually be using an actual African language, Kosa, and we were all going to, you know, need to learn it and and really focus in. He was focusing on very specific African culturalisms and traits and uh, in a very varied way that then came together in this Wakanda representation, but was an absolute celebration of something deeply grounded in what was real about the continent. And uh, that well, you to me have that on me, even though you were born in Iowa, you know, it's, I always look at you and say, she's born where? <laughs> reason for Iowa? that. Iowa? Yes. I guess there it was is. your parents. Yes, my yes. dad was a professor at Grinnell College, which is a great liberal arts college, yeah. and that's where I was born, in Grinnell, Iowa. <laughs> in Grinnell, Iowa, but then went back to Zimbabwe? I did. We went back when I was five, so I was mm-hmm. raised there till I was like, mm-hmm. till end of high school, and I came back here for college. So all my formative years were spent there. And it was really exciting, because when I was um, just in London with the European premiere, uh, some of my buddies, a lot of my buddies, you know, Zimbabweans tend to move to a couple places, Australia and London, you know. And so a lot of them came to the premiere. And these are my buddies. I've had theater geek buddies of mine I've had since I was 13, mm-hmm. you know, and they're my deepest, closest friends. And they came and watched it. And one of them, who's a serious African snob, Africanist snob, snob. Um, he was so he was really amazed by the movie. And he just said, you know, I realized you guys are doing something that's never been done. You are treating Africa with respect on a massive scale. And that that meant everything, you know, because, you know, for us, that's what we look for as Africans. Are we going to be treated with respect? Because it's so much distortion and misrepresentation. Well, yeah, what you're meaning to say is there's so much Hollywood in how we we look at Africa. But when you get offered this part, you have this conversation with Ryan Coogler. It's okay. You're in the Marvel universe now. Yeah, it's it's a no-brainer. And you're the warrior. You know, you've right. got to do a lot of things in this. Right. <laughs> right. Any trepidation at all? Sure. Absolutely. I mean, when, like I literally was seeing it described before I even started training. Mm-hmm. It was like she is um, she is second only to the Black Panther as the best fighter in the nation. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, OK. okay. <laughs> oh, wonderful. Here we go. You know, double. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Well, you see, because like, I'm from the you know, I'm from the world of, you know, we do a lot of our work on The Walking Dead. We are like up in the, you know, in the middle of very, very hot, you know, you are. Atlanta doing our thing. So I like to, you know, and I and I, I did do about nine. 99% of what you see of my character on that screen. And that's, um, that was really, um, well, Michonne, you know, I, I she's, that she's on. a total warrior on Walking Dead. I mean, she is all right, of that. But right, here, right. you're leading yeah. A, yeah. a force, an yeah. army of very strong women. And there's tradition involved. There's tradition and traits involved that are very specific. Whereas Michonne kind of does her own thing. <laughs> she, she makes up her own rules. Whereas uh, Okoye tra- is a traditionalist who believes and, and is loyal to the rank and the rule of where she's come up from mm-hmm. over hundreds and hundreds of years there's a way we do things and i loved that i had to break into finding her with that 
you know, six foot staff. You know, I had to yeah. find her. And, you know, there was, you know, there was a little bit of form that's similar to the sword. And then there's a place, the sword, you completely, the sword is absolutely not useful to you because this thing has two sides <laughs> and it's twice as long and uh, it's, it's a whole different ballpark. And, you know, you got to, twir- you know, how to move it and twirl it and all types of things. So it's a whole other ballpark. But it was, um, it was really exciting to, um, to do it in the beginning it's grueling it's really grueling because you're it was scary mm-hmm. and it was grueling and i loved the people i was working around the stunt coordinators the stunt the fight the fight coordinators just awesome guys awesome teachers amazing experts at this stuff and so you know it's just a lot and this you, you can i go home you kind of watch the video of what you just did in training and you know dropping the staff fifteen thousand times and like i'm in my condo in atlanta and this lady finally knocks on my door and she's like there's something you're dropping i don't know it's like hitting my ceiling <laughs> and i was just like i was like really i don't know what you're talking about I was like, maybe I'm just walking. She's like, no, I'm no. just reading. I have no, no idea. I have no idea. <laughs> yeah. Then finally I said, okay, maybe it's this thing, but really it's my job. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, you were, she's like, I'm working at home right now. I said, so am I. <laughs> and I said, you know, um, you know, but what I'll tell you is I'm, I don't want it to hit the floor. So I'm really working hard to make sure you don't hear it hit the floor. Yeah, yeah. Was was it that Ryan Coogler had seen you in Walking Dead? As he had show? never seen the He had Dead. never seen it. He saw me in a movie that was also uh, at Sundance at the same time as Truefall Station, where I was the lead. It was called Mother of George. Oh, right, yeah. He saw me, that's, and he just decided from watching me in Mother of George, he had to work with me one day. He said, I was, I've written this character for you. Like, it's in, in my mind, you are her. And that's, you can never ask for anything more than well, that. How did the show come about? On Walking Dead, who saw you in Watt that said, we want you to kill hundreds of zombies? <laughs> when needed. It wasn't the visitor, you know, where I first saw Well, when you know, needed. here's the of funny course, thing. It's when needed. Exactly. Yes. She when. doesn't do it for fun. She no. does it for <clears throat> specific reasons. <throat> um, but yes, she, um, I don't, you know, what happened was actually a fantastic uh, 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 casting director, Sharon Bialy. She'd seen me in theater and she'd known me um, since my first play in the continuum. And uh, when this came about, she was just like, this is, this is it. She was just very certain. And she put me out in front of them. And, uh, and then they had, you know, AMC and, and the execs there, the producers, they had uh, seen The Visitor and they were fans of The Visitor. Um, but um, yeah, they, they, that, then you just, I went through the grueling process of testing Testing, you know, and you go through <laughs> audition after audition. Well, because she's a great character. Yeah. She really is. And yeah. you've elevated her to some other area of what you're playing. What is, how much do you have a say into what's going to happen to Michonne as each season goes on? I don't know if I have any say. You know, I don't think I have any say. <laughs> I really don't. I think we have fantastic uh, showrunners and, mm-hmm. and, and writers. And, you know, I kind of, I really trust them, actually, with her. And I definitely share my thoughts. Like, I'm like, Michelle, what you talking about? Now, who's Michelle, like, before, before Michelle was with the Rick, I was like, you who's see, Michelle going to get with? Okay, because it's got to be, it's got to be natural. It's got to be real chemistry. Like, you know, I'll be talking. I don't know how much they'd listen. <laughs> I would talk <laughs> all, I'd talk a lot. But they're great. Well, they're she great. does. She has that whole thing with Rick. It's, yes, uh, that yes, was before we, the Rick, yes. That I was, was before like, the, Rick the Rick that thing. that happened. Yeah, that I was having those conversations. But I thought that that was right. They, they, that was definitely who she had chemistry with and who she respected the most. Yeah. And Michonne, for Michonne, who's a pretty, like, you know, uncontainable woman, you know, you have to put her with someone she actually really deeply respects. How much is this uncontainable Michonne like you? <laughs> <laughs> 
You know, I, I can't to... see you, Denai. I really can't see you if there's somebody said, here's what we want you to do, and you didn't want to do it. What do you I mean? can't see you doing it. What do you I mean? I think you might say, can we rethink this? Well, what do you mean? In terms of what? Any character. Any time that you're playing something. Because uh-huh. you ha- and you, you're you centered oh, yeah, 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 and yeah. focused and you know what it is. I am a collaborator. Yeah. I am. I get up in there. I have the conversations, <clears> you know. <throat> I mean, I, Ryan is an amazing collaborator. He, he let me and Lapita sit at the table and have a lot of, you know, be very intricately involved in our characters. And, and it was, and he's a beautiful artist, so he was, he was very into that. Did and, that help um, with Lapita having been in Eclipsed? Uh, well, me and Lupita, yes, we did already have a really great uh, artistic relationship, but that was as playwright and actor. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and uh, stepping into uh, actor and actor was really cool. I mean, our core acting teacher is the same guy, uh, Ron Van Loo. And so we, we speak a very similar language in terms of how we approach the work. And so it was, it was, and then of course, we come from a very similar place when it comes to our desire to tell African stories with great authenticity and accessibility. So that was just right there on the table for us. And so, and we're also really good friends. We became much closer friends, like really deep soul sisters by the end of, of Black Panther. So that was a gift. That, that was awesome. Well, that is a gift. But yeah. you, as when you did Eclipsed, it was a play when it moved to Broadway. That was the first time there was not just an all-black women cast, but an all-women Creative team. Anyway, and a creative team. Yeah. Doing that. The first time it was history made. making. Yeah, that was amazing to me. I mean, I was like, really? We're the first ones doing this? Talk about Denise Army. <laughs> no, that was it. Well, yeah, I mean, Liesl Tommy was definitely, you know, I sat down with the producers and there was no way any, I was like, Liesl's the only director I, I want touching this play, especially when I was going to be in Atlanta so much. I was like, you know, she's just the perfect fit. She's an astounding director. She's she's an African woman. And I was like, that that's, she's who has to do it. And then the yeah. cast already was all women. So there we had it. We had a full, <laughs> like, you know, um, you know creative, female creative team. And I had no idea that's the first time that had ever happened on Broadway, which was pretty amazing. It is. Yeah. yeah. And so this playwriting thing that you did, was that first before thing. acting? <laughs> um, you know, it's tricky to say. You know, I was, I was raised in Zimbabwe. My first encounters with theater were there. Mm-hmm. And I did this thing called a Children's Performing Arts Workshop, Chipawo. And we would create pieces and perform them and, and dance and do and sing and whatever was necessary to tell the story. So, so I think the with in the, sometimes I think it's a Western versus non-Western thing, where storytelling is is delineated more in the West. Like mm-hmm. you're a writer, you're mm-hmm. an actor, you're a dancer, you're a singer. But on the continent, storytelling kind of just melds into everything that needs to be done for the story to get out there. And sometimes that is breaking into song, whether or not you can sing. And some it's not about whether or not you can sing, like you know, <laughs> you know, like Cynthia and Revo. It's really about, I mean, can you just Tell that you have to now tell the story by song through song. Mm-hmm. Your people sing whenever they need to. Doesn't matter whether or not they can or by anyone's standards. And so it's really like going movement. You know, you've seen Cizwe Banzi's Dead or The Island. You know, you've seen those plays here um, in in America where you know the African sort of storytelling um, traditions are alive. They're somewhat alive in in the continuum. That's definitely where I was pulling from with that play. It was like you know you'd launch into different characters, you'd launch into song, you'd launch into dance. It didn't matter. 
You know what I mean? So that's why it's my answer to you is it's hard to say. <laughs> Which came first, yes, the chicken or the egg? Yes, because they were just melded. But, yeah, because the storytelling is just a part of everything. Exactly. You know, and what you're doing. But, you know, whether it's uh, Eclipse, which you had done certainly years before it was on Broadway mm-hmm. to do that. Mm-hmm. How much can you fit playwriting into your career, which seems... Your acting career is so all-encompassing. Yeah, I mean, I will say it, it gets harder and harder to uh, to figure out how to fit everything in. It does, and um, but you just have to you have to find a way to do it. Like for me, there's no there's no alternative. Like I have to write. I have a big project on my hands right now that is is a dream come true for me. Um, it's um, with Lupita. Yeah, uh, and it's um, the the one of my actually my favorite author in the world, Chimamanda Ngozi Adichie. Um, we've adapted her book uh, um, into. I'm writing her book into a miniseries, which Whoa. Lupita will star in. All right, it's almost over now. Uh-oh. Now, as you said, I wouldn't oh, no. have ever. I oh. wouldn't. Oh no, <coughs> so I would never have brought it up yogurt. until you told me about the roots of your career, where you would sing. Did I say that? Remember what I said? Yes. It didn't matter how you sounded. <laughs> Back there in Africa, it doesn't matter how you sound. Doesn't matter. In America, man, it doesn't how you matter. Sound, so yo. just just a little bit of you musically, everyone's oh, waiting for. Lord it. have mercy on me. It doesn't have to be anything. Uh, you know, your character would have to have sung or listened to. It's just you. What's going on in your head? What's what music is in Denai's head? So I'm gonna sing in Shauna so I can guise how badly I sing. Aspen and we with can. my native tongue. Right. <laughs> yeah. We'll throw it in front of me with like smoke and mirrors. Do you want me to tell you about it first? Sure. So it's it's kind of a hymn and it's um it's a song that I, I put at the end of, I've known it, I don't even know how long, but it's a song I put at the end of my play, uh, The Convert, because um, the idea was that this woman was birthing the African interpretation of Christianity. She was, she'd severed herself from the Western interpretation and she was birthing it anew in, in the African sense of what it meant to be a Christian versus the Western sense. So this is actually a song that I, I historically fictionalized into her creating <laughs> on the spot in, at, at the end of the play. So I figure that's what I'll sing. Apologies in advance. Uh, so I should just sing it? You should just do it. Okay. Makanaka baba makanaka makanaka baba makanaka makanaka baba makanaka tinotenda jesu tinotenda tinotenda jesu tinotenda tinotenda that is beautiful to not no i more than liked it beautiful as are you thank you great to have you here it was awesome to be here so wow see i thought nothing was coming out and look (laughs) perfection (laughs) 